Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Cherry Red 150. Got the glizzy lock and the stizzy. Skirt. Looking uh, down a one wizzy. Uh-huh. Down the avenue. Uh-huh. Bump that. Spun a U.E. Lost a hubcap. There's a lot that. Straight from Paris. Perry Ellis. You're back in Paris. I word. Trust no one. Huh. Me, uh, uh, the, Cherry Red. Uh, 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 and the Big Apple. Where it's quick to get you. Tackle one of me at you and we at me, huh? No one, just no one, and then what? Dolo, and then I'm gonna go for a dolo. <laughs> it's so hard, <laughs> yeah. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Cherry Sports Ray. Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tire Rack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'll just say this, man. We got a JFK on one of the TVs in the studio. Yep. Easily in my top 10. Might be my top five favorite movies of all time. I love this movie. Never seen it. You've never seen JFK? Mm. Holy. Let me tell you something. Oliver Stone got ripped in half when he made this movie because he's a conspiracy theorist and blah, 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 blah. And all this time has passed and you go back and you watch this movie and some of the stuff that's come out and some of the stuff he talked about in 1990, you look at it again and you go, 
damn, he might have been on to something. Like, and the cast is unbelievable. It's a who's who of who's in the movie. If you look up the IMDb, uh, and and Lee DeLapp is going to be all over this when it comes to just the names of, of everybody that was in it. It's it's absolutely fantastic. I don't care. Come on. You know, you're not a bad-looking man, Mr. Galson. Not bad-looking at all. That's Kevin Bacon hitting on Kevin Costner. Uh-huh. You're not into that? Nope. <laughs> I don't care. Come on, Barr. You're not a bad-looking man, Mr. Harrington. I know that the Kennedys are are an American (laughs) family, like American success story, powerful family, but it's just not – doesn't interest me. You know, here's a a fun fact about this movie. Somebody that was obsessed with the JFK assassination was the great Derek Thomas of the Mm. Chiefs. Like, obsessed with it. Like, there was a – on his uh, Football Life documentary – there was a radio host, I believe it was a radio host or a TV host in Kansas City. He could never get Derek Thomas to come on because he just didn't, didn't want to do interviews. The only way he was able to get him to come on is if he could talk about the JFK conspiracy and just mm. everything that came along with it. How about that? Little little factoid for you. Shots out to one of the goats. Un- he was amazing. Was Why does Rice play Texas? <laughs> hmm, interesting. Sam, you're an idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> uh, all right. So <laughs> we, we, we transition smoothly from a Rice, Texas preview from the 1960s over to apparently somebody who thinks like it's the 1960s, and that would be Nick Saban. According to Jameer Gibbs, and this uh, this actually popped up a couple of days ago, but I, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on it, Lavar, because I know you and Petros were talking about just sort of the you know the the Nick Saban effect in Alabama yesterday, and just sort of his approach to games and and their approach towards building programs. You talked about USC, Penn State, just sort of what the approach is for some of these schools. And Jameer Gibbs, who's the first round pick of the Detroit Lions this year, they were asking him recently about the running the, back yeah the, the running back asking him recently the differences between the nfl thus far and with nick saban in alabama and he said the following quote saban we're probably hitting every day full pads in the heat for two hours here we get good work in but they don't try and kill us now, he's not the first guy that's come out and complained or at least spoken about just the grind of the Alabama practices. That's been a story that's been out there for a while. But my question is, if it's so rough and they beat you up so bad, why does he continue to land some of the best recruits every single year? Because they win. <laughs> There's a method to the madness for certain. Um, but again, is the method that the players are that good? Or is the method that there's a combination of really, really solid coaching to great coaching and the players are really, really good? Or, you know, is it is it that there's the preparation and they're really, really, really good and there's good coaching? What is I don't know what the combination of what the success is. I just know that Nick Saban has – has been able to establish greatness connected to to Alabama and and to me it's created a sustainable uh surplus and 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 just a a constant restocking of five-star four-star uh players and prospects that are coming out of high school 
I mean, would you want to go to Alabama coming out of high school, knowing all these stories about the grind, the practice, if you knew that it was simply a vessel to get you to the NFL and your NFL dreams, if you knew it was going to come with all this grind and there would be, you know, something on the back end that could, you know, deter you from getting a longer term contract because you're beat up coming out of the school, that wouldn't steer you in another direction or or at least i mean i think you got to take everything into consideration when you're trying to choose a school i chose i wanted to win a national title i wanted to win a few national titles i loved florida state because florida state was you know very competitive and was close to winning a national title and I mean, I never visited the school, but I was I was very intrigued and interested and and liked it. Same with Miami. Um, if if I knew that there was a school I could go to and I was guaranteed the opportunity with my hard work to be able to actually play for a national title, I would probably entertain going there. Absolutely. Um, if everything else fit. You know, if the school fit what I wanted out of school, if if the coaching staff, if if we kind of had a, a, you know, a good good kind of understanding of one another, because there's there's also the personal the personal aspect of it too, where you want to accomplish on a personal level as well. And do I have an opportunity to do that, or am I just a name in the crowd? You know, I never wanted to be just a name in the crowd. I wanted and I knew if I could play if I if I got on the field I would be okay but you know one of the biggest reasons why I chose to stay in Pennsylvania outside of me wanting to play at a linebacker position and linebacker you was you know and is Penn State um I just was nervous to go out of state and play out of out of out of school that had so much talent. What do you mean? You traveled to Germany to play basketball when you were a kid. Yeah, but it's like if you make the wrong decision and you go somewhere like like for instance, they had they had Jamal Reynolds that had committed to to there the same same time I did. They already had a few really really good linebackers on that team, and I was like, man, these dudes are from Florida. So if I go to Florida and it comes down to we're just as good as one another and we're playing the same position, they're going to go with the Florida kid over over the out-of-towner. And that was at Florida State or Florida? That was at Florida State. So so I, I guess the things have really changed since I was coming out of high school because it used to be colleges really stayed in certain recruiting areas for their school. And and now it doesn't seem as though they they have any type of borders. It's just as much as they can afford in terms of being able to travel around and go um, and go recruit. So I think I think today's day and age of of recruiting and going to you know schools out of state is a much easier proposition to to navigate than it was back then. And knowing what you know now, if I think I can get on the field and play, I think you make. I think you certainly are going to entertain going to Alabama. And for what it's worth, to to be able to say what Jameer said is almost, in some ways, in some regards, even though he may not realize it yet, it's a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor to be able to make it through an Alabama week of practice. It's a badge of honor to be able to make it onto the field for Alabama. So 
there's that aspect of it too because I interviewed John Jonathan Allen one time and Jonathan Allen his his mindset falls right in line he, with how Nick Saban is. He's an impressive dude. I actually heard that yeah. interview. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's a guy who you want drafted to your team. Yeah. That's He's a grown man. Yeah. He's a grown ass man. So you know, just everybody has different opinions, but and I get you could say, you know, it's it's easier or we get a lot of good work done without, you know, you getting beat up or anything like that. But I'll tell you what, I had my most impressive games, my, my best games, my best times when I was in college. And it was because I didn't have no money and I wasn't, you know, there's a difference between making it and trying to stay making it and and making it and still trying to make it. Right. And the the type of work that goes into it, you don't have a choice because if you if you make the choice to not be what they want you to be, they'll have somebody else take your spot. So there's the idea. There's a fear factor level. There's there's a I have to do this level. And those who can't handle it, they transfer. And they kind of, you know, in, in most cases, more often than not, not the few cases that you see where they go to a different school and they do well, those those guys fade away. Transfer guys fade away, you know, and and it, it's kind of it's sad. I mean, in some cases now with the transfer portal, it does work. It, it, I do believe that it does have an opportunity to work um, for older guys that may have not had an opportunity. Uh, there might be guys that just really are just better or in a better situation and, and a better fit, and it's better for you to go somewhere else. Like transferring does work for some, but. For me, historically, it's always exposed weak, weaker guys, you know, weaker yeah. mentally, you know, but they're, they're, that's a little different now. But with that being said, I just think that those things, it's a badge of honor to be able to go through a rigorous uh, work and, and get yourself prepared for and, games. And I also think that Saban gets, I don't want to say it's a bad rap. I just think there's a, a, a feeling that, he's this you know because what he gives the media and what he gives his players i think are two different things i've hung and, out with coach saban he was recruiting me to the miami dolphins super cool dude yeah, that's man. that's and i've heard super the same cool thing dude. like uh jason taylor has said like he to this day he still talks to nick saban and the, and the narrative was well nick saban was a bust as an nfl head coach not really he man. wasn't no not, he just didn't win a super bowl yeah like he didn't win a super bowl and they they went with dante culpepper instead of drew Brees. like that that's what happened but i think that if you hear him do any of the pre and post game when Alabama gets eliminated he's fantastic if you hear I just think what he gives us the media and the public and what he gives his players are two different sides and I think he's got a lot of people fooled which is why part of it is why he's able to land such top recruits like why he's able to get players to buy into what he's done over the past his wife is pretty dope his wife is pretty dope too they're they're a really good team they're a really good team, and I don't know how involved he is in recruiting at this point because he's just – he's a legend. I mean, he's he's achieved greatest of all time at his at what he does. Who wouldn't want to, first of all, play for that? Agreed. The greatest coach of all time in college football and, and even, in you know, one of them in sport in general. Who wouldn't want to entertain playing for a legend? I know I did when I went to Penn State. You know, so I, I think there's cachet involved with that. There's a lot that that is involved with that, and um, but I think that you got to have a lot of great coaching, 
you know, that goes along with that. And their coaching staff is one of the largest in the entire country. And the resources that they have are phenomenal. So, you know, that's something that you would want to be a part of. But I'll say this to you, Jonas. You better say it. I can guarantee you that a lot of Nick Saban's coaches and maybe even Nick Saban at times deals with a little bit of heartburn, a little, little bit of, you know, jelly belly, a little bit of unsettled battle belly, you know what I mean? Right. So if you get tired of chewing chalky and assets all day, maybe you should try Prilosec OTC. What up, Prilosec? With just one pill each morning, you can experience a full 24 hours of zero heartburn. And yes, it is possible while taking Prilosec OTC. So use this directive for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn. Now, you should know it's not for immediate relief. So you got to get into the system. You got to get into the matrix, kind of like what you do at Alabama. You want to get into the matrix, go through the process. It won't be immediate, but it will happen. Great point. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to get some inside information. Uh, Apparently – possibly inside information on one of the great stories and drama-filled stories in the NFL over the past several weeks. We'll get into that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, somebody in the NFL, a future Hall of Famer, made a great point about one of the dumbest things that teams do with players in a long, long time. Like how dumb? Like really dumb. Stupid. It's a stupid-ass decision in my mind. But we're going to talk about that coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Right now, we're going to talk to Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. AB, what's happening? Happy Thursday. Hi, AB. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, Just trying to figure out what the hell's going on with Stephon Diggs and Sean McDermott and Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I mean, give us the details. Give us the dirt. What have you heard? The juicy details. What's going on here, AB? Well, I think usually when you take on somebody else's problems, eventually they're going to become your own problems. Um, and, like, I, I think I actually think, like, Stefan Diggs is a good guy. You see how popular he is in the locker room. Obviously, he's a great player. Um, but, you know, I think some of the, I guess, friction that existed between he and the Vikings, I think it would have been naive uh, for Buffalo to think there wouldn't come a point when eventually that could happen to them. And we've seen this before with, you know, big-time receivers. And, I mean, look at Terrell Owens. You know, San Francisco's problems became Philadelphia's problems, became Dallas's problems, right? And then Randy Moss, you know, uh, Minnesota's problems became Oakland's problems, became New England's problems. So, um, yeah, this is unusual. Um, it certainly has happened in the past. And I think, um, you yeah, know, they're going to get this worked out. And I think he's going to be fine this year. Um, mostly because Buffalo doesn't have a choice um, because they're in such a win-now spot. They've leveraged so many contracts. They've already paid him. I don't know how many people have talked about this. They've already paid him $23 million for this year. Jesus. So they'd essentially be paying because they restructured him, you know, and so they, he had uh, an enormous base salary, and they just turned it into a signing bonus and gave it to him, base, more or less, uh, minus like the, the million-dollar minimum base. And so, you know, they have to work it out now. Um, you know, I think it's certainly the sort of um, warning sign you get, though, where um, you love to have Stephon Diggs for the next five years or so. Um, but I think you, if you're Buffalo now, you have to prepare for the idea that eventually there could come a point when you're moving on and you've got to find a new number one receiver for Josh Allen. Mm. It sounds like a whole lot of uh, – when a head coach says – we just we just need some time apart. I, I was saying earlier in the show, AB, that I mean that's that's relational terminology for I don't want to be with you anymore, or we shouldn't be together. You know, I need my space from you for one reason or another. Like just the terminology seemed to to be kind of interesting. I, I don't I don't want to read too much into it, but well. I mean, if you consider one thing, though, LeVar, like, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, but, that's cool. Go, go, you I got mean, it. I, I mean, there is, there, is a, there is, you know, somebody who was subtracted from the equation over the last year, and that's Brian Dayball, you Correct. know, who Correct. helped to develop Josh Allen, who got the most out of Stephon Diggs. And, 
you, know, you do wonder, you know, in a lot of cases, like when you've got a defensive head coach, you know, the offensive coordinator kind of becomes the biggest voice for a player and vice versa, right? Like I'm sure you had offensive head coaches over the course of your career where the defensive coordinator was probably the biggest voice for you on a day-to-day basis, right? We had so, Greg Williams. <laughs> and i'll raise you one i'll raise you one i had ray bob my my rookie year i had ray Rhodes my rookie year so go figure yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i mean i i think like subtracting brian dayball from the equation could be a factor here um you know you certainly saw the frustration at the end of the season and there were a ton of expectations on that team and i think that team's talented enough to win a Super Bowl, you know? And and, and let's remember this, too. And I, I think this is something that, you know, kind of gets undersold a little bit. Think about everything Buffalo went through last year. You know, like the DeMar Hamlin thing, the, the they, they got displaced twice by snowstorms. There was a, um, there was a shooting um, that, or, you know, they, 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 they helped that community heal. They were a big part of the, the, the rehabilitation process for that community. Um, after the top supermarket shooting, um, that at the end of the year was physically spent, was fully spent. Josh Allen was hurt at the end of the year. Von Miller had torn his ACL. Yeah. That team had been through a lot, you know. And you know, you you take that plus maybe some of the personal frustrations that guys like Diggs and Allen might have had at the end of the year, first year without Dayball, and go as far. And um, you know, I, I certainly think there are a lot of things there that probably go ahead. Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. AB, so I guess big picture, we could always talk about the devaluing of the running back position, but it does feel like the hot-button issue, especially over the past several days. On At ground level, just in the moment, as opposed to the big picture aspect of everything, where do we stand on Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook? Like, there's a lot of people. T- Jonathan Taylor even came out and, and spoke about just the whole situation. Uh, as far as the immediate effects of the running back position, where do we stand on those? The hard thing is, Jonas, is like, I think for positions, you look at it and you say, if you're going to re sign a guy after three years, it's like, okay, so I am going to get. I mean, this guy's career on his conscience, right? Mm-hmm. Where fourth, fifth, sixth year, like that's going to be the prime of the guy's career. And I'm going to pay him at the top of the market, but I'm always the very best of him. And with running back, at the prime of your career almost right away with the league. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, Zeke Elliott's a good example, and I think he's sort of become the cautionary tale. But Dallas got two rushing titles out of him. You know what I mean? Like, and Dallas, I, I would say if you ask anybody that organization, being able to lean on him was a big part of their ability to develop Dak Prescott in a proper way. You know, and so, yeah, they had to pay a tax at the end, but they, they got value out of it. And, you know, we've seen kind of friction between players and, and team things before, and they wind up working out with, like, he got a contract. Nick Chubb got a contract. Alvin Kamara got a contract oh, already. So I think that this is always a, these are always hard discussions to have because I'm sure a Saquon Barkley looks at it, you know, and says, "Well, I'm going to pay me like a, like the number three receiver." You know what I mean, you're going to pay me like the the second pass rusher on a team. 
Um, so those are difficult discussions to have, you know, because, I mean, Saquon was, I mean, maybe the most important uh, on the Giants roster last year and, 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 and getting them tur- getting that turned around and um, getting accomplished what Brian Dayball and Joe Shane wanted to get accomplished in year one. Same goes for Josh Jacobs. You know, Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, you know, he kind of became central to everything they were offensively was going through the ups and downs that Derek Carr had. And so, uh, like, that's uh, – those can be very, very difficult discussions to have where you, you have to say to a player, well, you know, we're not paying you for past performance. We're paying you for where we think you're going to go. And, like, unfortunately, at your position, the prime of your career sort of already happened. And, you know, we have to protect ourselves against the downside here. Um, you know, and that's like, I mean, that's what a guy after three years, Saquon's been in the league for five years. You know what I mean? So those are always tough discussions to have. I think they will find a middle ground. And I, I mean, look, like I think Le'Veon Bell is a great, you know, cautionary tale on the other side of it where, you know, if I'm advising one of these guys, I'm saying, you know, let's, let's go to the mat. Let's fight for every dollar. But at some point you just got to take the money because there are too many stories of guys who didn't take the money who wound up in a really bad place because um, because they, they weren't willing to accept the reality of that position in the league. Yeah, I, I tend to have an agreeance with that. Let, let's, let's stay on the tailback position then and go to Minnesota. Now, you're talking about cautionary tales about the running back, but this is a team that let Dalvin Cook go. How much of an impact? does that have on Minnesota? Because it doesn't look like they, they've brought anybody else in or, or foreseeably are going to bring somebody else in to replace him. Do do they feel like they have that with the running back they have on or running backs they have yeah. on staff? And it, this is definitely a show-me year for Kirk Cousins, right? Because you don't have the safety of a thousand, a consistent thousand-yard rusher on the ground. Right, and I think – I think the way you want to look at Minnesota globally, LeVar, is this is sort of their reset year. Um, you know, they had like a lot of guys who were on big contracts when they when, when Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Adolfo got there last year. And I think their strategy was a little bit like, and I, I brought up Buffalo, but a little bit like what Buffalo did in 2007 where they held together to the core for a year to try to establish a program and then they cleaned out the salary cap in year two, and they sort of reset the table in year two so they could build the team the way that they saw fit. And so, like last year, you saw the Vikings bring back a lot of guys like, you know, Eric Kendricks and Harrison Smith, and, um, you know, obviously Dalvin Cook is in that category too, Kirk Cousins. Um, and they basically said, we're going to win with this core right now. Adam Thielen's another one. Um, we're going to win with this core right now. We're going to establish something. We're going to get people in the building believing. And then after we go through that, we're going to have to reset a few things because we, we need to build for the future. And so that's sort of what they went through, and Cook was part of that. Um, as for what they you know are going to be doing at running back, I look at where Kevin O'Connell came from and the way that they value running backs with the Rams and how, you know, at one point they did have a running back at the top of the market and Todd Gurley, and then they won a Super Bowl without that. Um, they won a Super Bowl more with parts at that position and, um, you know, guys like Cam Akers um, on the roster, Sonny Michelle. Um, and, you know, so I think there's a belief that they can do a little bit more with less at that position. And that's, you know, part of the reason why they gave Alexander Mad- Madison, who's been a really good player for them, 
the contract they did because they figure bringing back Madison and I think it's like three and a half million dollars a year was a better value for them than paying Dalvin Cook at the top of the market. Uh, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. So what's the latest on DeAndre Hopkins? He's in New England to visit with the Patriots. Uh, He was already in Tennessee. Does he have any other stops lined up, or is one of these two teams going to be where he ends up being uh, overall? I mean, I still still think, like, you know, there's that potential that he has an epiphany and, you know, like says, I just want to go win, you know? And, like, maybe the money isn't all that different, and he says, I just want to go to Kansas City. Like and like, let's see if we can figure something out. And maybe Chris Jones does a restructure, and we can figure something out. Or I want to go to Buffalo, you know. And maybe that's part of making Stephon Diggs happy. Now, I think the Bills would probably look at it the other way. Like we need to get Diggs the ball, and there's only one ball. And you know, um, Hopkins is a volume guy, so that could be problematic. But I, I do think that there's that part of it where it's going to come down to what DeAndre Hopkins really wants. You know what I mean? Does he want to go chase a championship at 31 years old? Or does he want to take every dollar he can get? And no one should blame him if it's the latter. Because, I mean, God knows, like, these guys can only make money for so long. And so I would never blame a player at the end of his career for taking one last payday. So I think that's sort of what it is right now. Um, You know, Tennessee's retooling, obviously. And, you know, the new general manager, Rand Carthon, there, they've, sort of, you know, chose this to be a year of transition, and, and, and they'll be going through that this year. Um, and New England, obviously, I think is, you know, sort of looking for a rebound, and they need answers on Mac Jones. And, you know, maybe having, you know, DeAndre Hopkins on board, um, getting a guy who's at least got experience as a true number one receiver, um, you know, can give them, you know, a, a clearer answer faster on who Jones is going to be and, with the decisions they're going to have to make on him after the year, they need to get to those answers as fast as possible. So I think it's, it's going to be, does he want to go compete for a ring? Um, does he want, or does he want to take top dollar? Or is there some balance between the two? And I think right now, you know, my guess would be that he's probably somewhere in the middle of there trying to balance it and figure out what the best thing is to do. And, and that decision, by the way, doesn't have to happen tomorrow. It could happen closer to training camp if he wants to wait. Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Always kind enough to join us every single Thursday. A.B., appreciate it. As we get you, sir. As we get closer to college football, we'll get some uh, some Buckeye talk going. You know, that's how we do it on this show. That's our year. Yeah. By the way, A.B., it's yeah. our year. Listen, at a loss for words. It's oh, our year to spank them. Drew Aller. It's our, Drew Aller. Come on, man. We finally got a uh, – a franchise QB. What's that? What are you, you trying? Guys, to... You guys had. You guys had. To, you guys had to go and. You guys had to dip into Ohio to get your quarterback. Oh but, come on! Right. It's okay. You know, you guys have dipped into Pennsylvania quite a bit. <laughs> that's true. You know? that's true. I think. I think, <laughs> I think the biggest recruit, one of the biggest recruits coming out this year that Ohio State got is from from Pittsburgh. I, I believe somewhere around there. Is that so, right? Yeah, I well, believe I so. Remember- I remember. I remember getting. I think Noah Spence was from Harrisburg. Oh yes. I, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's correct, right? Yeah. 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 yeah well, and, and I would. Say, and, and we do have. We do. If you if, if you go and look it up, Lavar, we do have a receiver from Pennsylvania this year who's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah Mr. Harris. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, he might be. I, I, hey, bro, football I, Hall of Famer. I think. He's I just. Good I, I mean, you went there. I, I'm just telling you, you guys. You get a few guys from PA. I mean, <laughs> so I get it. Be, uh, I, 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 the guy, who, the guy who might be our quarterback is from that same high school. Actually, Saint, I think it's 
it yes, Philly it prep, is. Right? Yes, he is. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right, we do play better football in PA, but you know it's all good, man. <laughs> uh, it's our year. It's our year to get you, AB, and I'm, I'm gonna just start the the the, the antics now. Too? I'm gonna start it early. I, I think we'll. Our defense is going to be the best defense. We're going to have the best defense in the ten, man. And we're right? have some, yeah, we'll have something for Michigan this year as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cuz we're going to have an offense too. And 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 you know what? I know we're running a little late, but hey, AB, our running attack will be a light years ahead of of Michigan or Ohio State. Wow. How about and that? we'll be able to throw Jonas, mark it down. Yeah, there I you did go. mark it down. Nick uh, Singleton, Katron Allen, you know what I mean? Like Mark it down. It's like write a, it down. It's Edging like in a, stone. It's like two Curtis Enuses, you know, back in uh, back in Penn State. Well, we had Aaron Harris, so yeah, yeah. Curtis Enus, Aaron Harris. There you go. There it is, uh, Albert. Uh, again, we Thanks, appreciate Albert. it, and uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, By the way, man, wherever you are, Ohio, Pennsylvania, doesn't matter. You need Irish Spring. The fresh <laughs> scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up, there's something that's done. It's like a tradition in the NFL. And it feels a little stupid. We'll tell you what that is next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Jonas Knox. You can listen to us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app, and you can do so in about 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We're going to tell you about uh, a pretty revealing number involving an important group of players in the NFL. So we'll get into that for you again a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, now, LeVar Arrington, uh, I did want to get your thoughts on this because J.J. Uh, Watt. Uh, I told you the song stinks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, J.J. Watt. Okay, let's talk about J.J. Watt. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I just figured I'd return it to you. <laughs> that wouldn't be in your catalog. <laughs> what do you mean, Charlie? <laughs> so uh, so the uh, Houston Texans are going to do something nice for J.J. Watt. Uh, they're going to induct him into their ring of honor. They're going to, it's, you know, he's going to be immortalized. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer coming up in five years. That class will be him and assuming Tom Brady if he stays retired. So that's going to be a, a, a lot of fun to discuss and look back on their legendary careers in five years from now. But they're going to induct him into this ring of honor. And so the, the subject turned to signing a one day contract with the Texans now that he's retired. And he said the following, quote, I personally just don't really understand or see the reason for it. It's more just a ceremonial piece of paper. I think the ring of honor and all that comes with it is more than enough. I think they've done it first class the whole way, and I appreciate that. I haven't even filled out or done any retirement papers or anything, so I don't really feel the need to sign a one-day contract or anything. It's just a piece of paper. And I've never understood the point of signing a one-day contract. Who cares? Are Are you getting paid? Like, do you get, like, is there something that comes financially from a one-day contract? What do they give you? <laughs> no. So what's the point? That you get to retire as that player. Oh, I mean, the, that, that team. Yeah, but you didn't pl- you're not playing in any games. You're just signing a piece of paper. Yeah, but to, to some, some guys, it's important that they retire as the, the player to the team that they built their career with. Like I would, I would be with you on this and go with this and say it makes no sense. Or even with J.J. Watt said, which I don't think there's a right or a wrong, but there have been some dudes that I really, really, truly respect. Like Brian Mitchell is the first name that comes to mind for me, and and it was, uh, it was kind of like a 
uh, adversarial type of setup when he left Washington. I mean, he should be a Hall of Famer. He's he's probably arguably, um, not arguably, he's the greatest return man in the history of the National Football League. If if you go by statistics, he goes to the Giants and to the Eagles. And and you know what? When he was done playing, he wanted to retire with the team that he won his Super Bowls with, that he cut his teeth with, that he had his best years with and created his legacy with. And that was with Washington. And, and so and I thought that was pretty cool. You you sign your one day contract and you can come back and, and say, I'm, I'm hanging it up and you can hang it up as a, a member of that team. And then you retire. I so mean, it's a one-day contract, Mike. You're looking at it from the money perspective, I think, and from your angle. And I don't I, – I, I, J.J. Watt, J.J. Watt, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, some people just don't care. You know, I didn't care. I only played a couple games with New York. I didn't, I didn't even announce a retirement, period. I, and, and see, I'm not J.J. Watt, though. I didn't have the career he did. But, now, I'm know. not trying to pass along any bad information here, but I heard – according to some people that I spoke to, that you would like before Daniel Snyder sells the commandos to retire a Washington commando with Dan Snyder next to your side. Yeah, now, that's, no, that's, that's, that's what that's, I had heard. Well, you heard wrong. But there's, there's no validity. All the way that, wrong. That no. Okay. Yeah, I just. No. <laughs> It'd be too soon if I ever saw that dude again, man. <laughs> <laughs> you need to uh, be excused like Stefan Diggs from uh, from, from uh, that, first that, meeting. Hey, that, hey, hey, if if I if that was an excusing, then what happened <laughs> with me in Washington was an execution. Man. <laughs> hey, we uh, needed and we needed some. We definitely needed some space. You know. Yeah, I, I don't permanent, know. Permanent <laughs> space. Just, like to me, I just I, I, I understand wanting to go out with the team, but I'd rather go out actually playing than signing a piece of paper. I don't know, but that's just me. What, what Some guys just it just there's a tremendous value to being able to retire as that player for that team. I mean, that's just I get it. We are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Hour 3 next year on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 